Welcome to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Nicholson, here with bite-sized episodes to empower, educate, and enlighten you with ways to lose weight, heal your gut, and achieve your ideal health so you can live an adventure-filled life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. We are continuing through the Metabolic Disorder series, and today we are talking all about the thyroid. This is a major concern today with millions of people suffering with thyroid imbalances and dysfunctions. Estimates are that 40% of the population have some level of thyroid imbalance. Most thyroid imbalances are found in women, although they can also affect men. More women are involved because there's an intimate link between the thyroid and estrogen, especially with and after pregnancy and again around perimenopause and menopause. In this episode, we are going to be discussing what the thyroid does, what imbalances can occur, what medications and healing solutions are available, and how to know what imbalances you might have. Testing is a critical piece of this puzzle, and unfortunately, the conventional medical system just doesn't adequately test for all possible thyroid imbalances. They like to put everyone into one bucket and generally only prescribe one class of medications. Most of these medications still leave people feeling the same symptoms that they had before they were medicated. We'll come back more to that later. So first off, what is the thyroid? Where is it? And what does it do? The thyroid is a butterfly-shaped gland. It's located on the front of the neck, just below kind of where the Adam's apple would be. It's made up of two different lobes, one on the right, one on the left. On the back side of the thyroid are four small glands, two on each side, that are called the parathyroid glands. The parathyroid plays a major role in bone health, as it's critical for regulating the level of calcium and phosphorus in the body. The thyroid produces three main hormones, thyroxine, or T4, triiodothyronine, or T3, and calcitonin. These hormones, specifically the T3 and the T4, act throughout the body, influencing metabolism, growth and development, and body temperature. Calcitonin works with the parathyroid hormones on bone and calcium regulation. The thyroid hormones, T3 and T4, are made up of an amino acid called tyrosine and molecules of iodine. T4 has four molecules of iodine, and T3 has three molecules of iodine. The thyroid gland produces mostly T4, about 93%, and a little bit of T3 directly, which is about 7% of its total production. T3 is the metabolically active form of thyroid. This is what's actually doing the job inside the cell, altering the metabolic rate. If you have low thyroid hormones, you are said to be hypothyroid. Hypo meaning low. Symptoms of hypothyroid can be that you feel sluggish, tired, you struggle to lose weight, you have dry skin, you might have hair loss, constipation, might be cold all the time or really sensitive to the cold, and you tend not to sweat much. 
Often, hypothyroid clients will also complain of feeling depressed. They might feel like they have pins and needles or like a limb has fallen asleep. They might have muscle cramps, tender muscles that can sometimes be mistakenly diagnosed as fibromyalgia, and they might even experience cognitive challenges like brain fog. Now, if you have high thyroid hormones, you are said to be hyperthyroid. Hyper meaning high. Symptoms of hyperthyroid include weight loss regardless of how much food you're eating, increased appetite, intolerance to heat, and you often will have higher blood pressure. Many hyperthyroid clients will complain of anxiety, irritability, difficulty sleeping, muscle tremors, excessive perspiration, irregular heartbeat, brittle hair, muscle loss, muscle weakness, and frequent or loose stools. It is important to know that many of these symptoms of both hypo and hyperthyroid can arise from other conditions and imbalances beyond the thyroid. This is why testing is so critical to assess the true picture for you. Both hypo and hyperthyroid conditions can cause further disorders and disease if not properly managed. Many clients will find that as their thyroid dysfunction progresses, they'll have swings between hyper and hypo symptoms, and sometimes their lab tests will also show the same. Thyroid hormones are directly related to functions throughout the body, such as in bone health, along with the parathyroid. These regulate the normal processes of bone breakdown and rebuilding of strong, healthy bone. Thyroid hormones are also directly related to digestion and motility, which is why hypothyroid clients often find constipation and hyperthyroid patients often have loose stools. Both conditions can contribute to nutrient deficiencies, inflammation, food sensitivities, increased infection risk, and microbial imbalances. Thyroid hormones also contribute to the proper regulation of testosterone and estrogen production for healthy libido, female cycling, body fat regulation, and muscle development. Thyroid hormones also directly contribute to skin health. Hypothyroid clients struggle with facial and neck edema or puffiness, pale, thick, dry skin that's usually cool to the touch, and they may actually lose the outer one-third of their eyebrows. Hyperthyroid clients will often have hives, itchy skin, hyperpigmentation, and their skin will feel warm, moist, and often be flushed. So how do these hormones actually develop? Production of thyroid hormones starts with hormones being released in the brain. The hypothalamus is sort of like the master switchboard for the entire body. It sends out various hormones to the pituitary, which is also in the brain. The pituitary then signals glands throughout the body to do their jobs. In this case with the thyroid, the hypothalamus releases a hormone called thyrotropin releasing hormone or TRH. This signals the pituitary gland in the brain to release thyroid stimulating hormone or TSH. TSH then stimulates the thyroid to produce T4 and T3. 
Now, you've likely heard of TSH because that is the standard lab test ordered by most conventional medical doctors when assessing thyroid function. Oddly enough, it's not even a thyroid hormone. It's a pituitary hormone, but it does relate directly to production by the thyroid. We'll come back to testing again later. In order to properly produce and use thyroid hormones, we need proper levels of iodine, selenium, zinc, magnesium, tyrosine, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, and several B vitamins. Now, I want to caution you, simply popping supplements that contain these nutrients can actually exacerbate dysfunction when taken at high levels. You really want to work with a trained practitioner before you increase your intake of any of these nutrients through supplementation. It's best to focus on healthy whole foods for these nutrients and only supplement where necessary. So you would want to focus on consumption of wild-caught seafood, sea vegetables, quality proteins from pasture-raised eggs and meat, nuts, seeds, green leafy vegetables, and avocados. All of these can boost your levels naturally. Now, things that can adversely affect your thyroid hormones and function are blood sugar imbalances, digestive dysfunctions like loose stools, diarrhea, constipation, undigested food in your stool, and gut infections, leaky gut, microbial imbalances in the gut, inflammation of the gut, viral or bacterial infections throughout the entire body, inflammation throughout the entire body, estrogen dominance, endocrine disrupting chemicals, iron deficiencies, heavy metal toxicity, B vitamin anemias, stress, liver dysfunction, and of course, nutrient deficiencies. Toxins in our food, water, environment, medications, personal and home care products, cookware, and even supplements can interfere with the uptake and utilization of these key nutrients. We can think of the pituitary like the thermostat of the body. It sends signals to the thyroid, which would be like the furnace, to increase or decrease the metabolic rate and body temperature. When there's too little thyroid hormone, the pituitary releases more TSH to turn up the thyroid. When there's too much thyroid hormone, the pituitary gland will slow down the release of TSH, dialing back the stimulation of the thyroid. Since the thyroid produces mostly T4 with a little T3, we need to have a functioning conversion system throughout the body in order to have adequate supplies of the active T3. This process occurs in every cell of the body and requires enzymes to remove one of the iodines from T4 to make T3. These enzymes require selenium to function. This is one nutrient deficiency that can lead to thyroid hormone dysfunction. If you don't have adequate selenium, you can't convert the inactive T4 to the active T3. Now T4 can also be converted to what's called reverse T3. This is a molecule very similar to T3, but it's not metabolically active. This is a totally normal process, but it can be revved up in cases of stress, injury, diabetes, inflammation, 
and in people who take certain drugs like beta blockers. If you're over converting T4 to reverse T3, then you won't have adequate active T3 to be metabolically active and you can still feel like you're hypothyroid. Now the immune system can also start to develop antibodies to thyroid enzymes or carrier proteins that can lead to autoimmune hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism. The most common form of autoimmune hypothyroidism is Hashimoto's. The hyperthyroid autoimmune condition is Graves' disease. There are many different triggers for any autoimmune disease to develop. One of the most common triggers found today is gluten. Gluten has a tendency to be perceived by the body as the same molecule as thyroid hormones, a scenario called molecular mimicry. It is highly recommended that anyone with any kind of thyroid dysfunction avoid gluten for this reason. Another common mimicker is the casein protein in dairy. So this may be another category of foods to avoid if you have a thyroid disorder. So how do you know if you have a thyroid disorder? Testing is the best way to know for sure because many of the symptoms can arise from other malfunctions in the body and you don't want to mistakenly go after your thyroid if that's not really the problem. Conventional medical doctors will run a TSH only. Some will also run a free T4 level, or they will run a free T4 if the TSH value comes back out of range. There's a few problems with this limited analysis of TSH. Number one, the quote normal range of TSH that they're using is very broad. You may fit all of the classic symptoms of either hyper or hypothyroid, and yet your TSH level may look perfectly normal for this reference range. Functional and holistic practitioners often use a much narrower range that is called optimal or functional ranges. A lot of times, symptomatic clients will be outside of this functional range, but within the reference range. So doctors, conventional doctors, may consider this to be totally normal, and a functional or holistic practitioner may say, well, it's certainly not optimal. It's outside of the functional range, meaning there is an imbalance present. The second problem with this limited analysis is that TSH is a pituitary hormone. It's not a thyroid hormone. All this is telling us is how much TSH is being released by the pituitary gland. It doesn't tell us if the thyroid is responding and producing T4 or T3. It also doesn't tell us if the T4 is properly converting to T3. And it doesn't tell us how much is being converted to reverse T3. And lastly, it doesn't tell us if you have any antibodies being developed against your thyroid hormones or carrier proteins. Now, even adding the free T4 value with the TSH doesn't answer all of these questions. Is the T4 converting properly to T3? Is it converting to reverse T3? Are there antibodies being produced? The free designation here tells us how much of this hormone is free, unbound, and available to be used by the cells. This accounts for a very small percentage of the total T4 being produced. The vast majority of the T4 is actually bound to carrier proteins in the blood. You could have totally normal 
free T4 levels, but actually be low or high in total T4. For a more complete picture, there are many other markers that we would want to look at. For the comprehensive panel I run for my clients, I look at TSH, free T4, total T4, free T3, total T3, reverse T3, TPO antibodies, and TGB antibodies. There are additional markers that can be run if thyroid imbalance is still elusive after testing and if therapeutic approaches are still failing given this comprehensive panel, there's additional things that we can look at. So what are the treatments or therapies available for hypothyroid conditions? Conventional medical providers will usually prescribe the Synthroid or Levothyroxine. There are other medications that fall into this class, but these are the two most commonly prescribed prescriptions. These are synthetic versions of T4 only. Again, because this is mostly based on TSH and maybe a free T4 value. Doctors are trying to regulate that level of T4 in the body. Sadly, many clients find that they don't feel any better on these medications. Their labs will come out, quote, normal, but again, that's because they're only looking at TSH and maybe a free T4. But if they're still struggling with weight, depression, hair loss, dry skin, and all of the other problems, this medication isn't really helping them. This ultimately can lead to additional medications like depression meds or just being told that they need to eat less and exercise more when patients complain. In actuality, these medications are probably solving the wrong problem. Functional and integrative doctors using medications will often, firstly, they'll look at the full panel of markers, and secondly, they'll use medications that contain T3 only or a combination of T3 and T4. These can be synthetic varieties, or they can actually be desiccated thyroid glands from animals, usually pigs, that are much closer to natural hormones that you would produce, much like you hear about bioidentical hormones for estrogen, progesterone, all of the reproductive hormones. That's essentially what these desiccated thyroid gland medications or supplements would be, much more like a bioidentical version of thyroid with proper dosing, clients can often find that they lose weight much easier and their overall symptoms subside. However, if they're over-medicated, they may find that they start to have symptoms of hyperthyroid creeping in, like anxiety and heart palpitations. Now, a lot of clients really want to avoid medications, so they opt for more subtle healing solutions first. I always recommend that you start with healing the gut so that you know you're adequately taking in nutrients and you're assimilating those nutrients properly. We focus on eliminating infections, inflammation, and reducing stress as much as possible. We support where needed for nutrient deficiencies like iodine, magnesium, selenium, zinc, vitamins, and essential fatty acids. But it's especially important to know about those antibody productions before you supplement with something like iodine. Iodine can increase the production of antibodies in those who are already on the autoimmune path. 
in those that don't have positive antibodies, iodine deficiency may be a contributing factor. Now, in cases of hyperthyroid, these are generally best treated with pharmaceuticals because there's a great increased cardiovascular risk, and this can cause aggressive thyroid destruction if not properly managed. Of course, hyperthyroid can also be assisted by the same overall healing protocols associated with gut, inflammation, stress, nutrient deficiencies, and elimination of infections. So those remedies are still applicable in cases of hyperthyroid, but it's just generally you will also need a true pharmaceutical intervention if you really are hyperthyroid. So there is a quick overview of the thyroid as it relates to metabolic health. This is a pretty common issue in our population today. So I urge you to pursue additional knowledge on this topic if you feel like thyroid imbalances may be playing a role in your health. Now, I'd be happy to chat more with you about your situation and run a comprehensive panel for you if you'd like to know for sure. This panel will also give you information about blood sugar, cardiovascular disease, immune system, iron handling, liver, kidney, and nutrient deficiencies. All you have to do is schedule a complimentary health review session to find out more. The link will be provided in the show notes. Next week, we'll be talking all about cancer and metabolic health. Until then, be well and vibrant. Thanks for being a faithful listener to the podcast. I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on this podcast so that others can more easily find this valuable information. Did you know I also work one-on-one with clients? I approach solving health challenges like I approached solving crimes by conducting a thorough investigation into your case. Sadly, hundreds of millions of people in the U.S. have insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, and diabetes, and the vast majority have no idea. I'm here to fix that. If you struggle with low energy, stubborn weight, hypertension, sleep disturbances, or any other undesired symptoms, let's talk. All you have to do is schedule a free call. The link will be in the show notes. And no, you do not need to live near me.